Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This week, we're bringing out Our Fair City's 2014 Chicago Fringe Festival offering. A dark, sinuous, noir detective story set in the corporate dystopia of heart life. There's mystery, there's murder, and there's music. And you can find it all right here on Radio Drama Revival. From border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea, I'm David Reinstrom, and welcome to Radio Drama Revival. For a few years now, Heartlife NFP, a theater company with which, full disclosure, I'm still pretty closely affiliated, has been presenting weird and wonderful art at the Chicago Fringe Festival. This is the piece they made in 2014, a dark detective noir piece that explores two previously unheard places in the Our Fair City universe. If you're unfamiliar with the show, Our Fair City is a dark corporate satire of a podcast that takes place about 500 years from now, after climate change has entered a cooling phase, turned New England into an unrecognizable tundra, and pretty much leveled the city of Hartford, Connecticut. All that remains of Hartford is a single insurance company skyscraper, and its corrupt dystopian bureaucracy becomes the de facto government there. This piece is called All the Life You'll Ever Need, and it's intended as an ambassador piece for the world of OFC. You don't need to know much more about the world than what I just said, except that most people only eat algae, grown in underground pools, and life is cheap. This piece gets a little dark, so if you're not up for that today, I understand. I should point out, however, that this piece, written by Clayton Fates, directed by Jeffrey Gardner, and foleyed by Ellie Maitland, has music in it. This music, all rewritten covers, is performed by the cast and the wonderful DJ Catnip, and the lyrics, again, full disclosure, were written by Clayton and yours truly. Bonus points if you can guess which writer rewrote which song. We'll play the piece right after this break. So, we take you now to the Fringe Festival of 2014, as Betsy Palmer and Cat Evans take the stage, bathed in blue and pink light, and DJ Catnip works the sound machine to make the music go. This is all the life you'll ever need. Sometimes I try to do things my own way. It's not the heart life way, though I know that they know what is best for me my manager says I best be sure or I'll lose the right to toss out the book I must run things right once I Today is heart life's day. You don't really want any more for me to make things right. You need the boss to hold on tight, and you think that we'll be swayed. But I'm sorry, I don't play that way. Once I That's not nearly all. 
here, but you hurt me so. Now I'm gonna pack my desk and go. Once I ran to you, I ran to you. Now I run from you. This policy stated, we give you all that we can give you. Take over, and that's not nearly all. Algae, the whole damn city runs on it. That's what this is all been about, hasn't it? We eat it, we burn it, we mold it into the plastic that makes our world. It's all there is underground. How could I not see it sooner? I guess it's easy to be blinded. Easier than you think. I mean that figuratively, I can see just fine. I used to be a street safe agent for 12 fiscal cycles. I know how this is gonna go. I'm gonna tell you what you wanna hear, whether I want to or not. So why don't we make this all easier for us? Ow! Now what did I just say? Ah! Fine. You gotta rough me up a bit. I get it. You're just doing your job. Oh, my hand! I'm gonna hold that one against you. Why don't you show me your face, huh? That's what I thought. You ready for me to talk now? Policy number 482 Bravo Niner. Designation Jack Winters. Occupation Detective. Street Safes Forms and Files Division. Ironic, isn't it? I always wanted to make it back onto the Homicide Squad. I finally get pulled from forms and files to work a murder case again. It turns out... Well, I guess you know how it turned out. This case began on the fifth day of week nine in the fiscal cycle. I was called to meet with Vice President Edwin Burke, head of Alger Culture. He was huge. He'd wedged his bulk between the straining arms of an office chair so tightly, I wondered if he was able to get up at all. He might as well have been made of algae, a sedentary mass slowly growing and spreading into his surroundings. Hello, sir. It's Jack. Jack Winters, come in, come in. A drink? Why not? Because it's ten in the morning. <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down. Uh, thank you, sir. Now, knock off the sir business. It's Edwin. All right. Uh, how are you, Edwin? This isn't a social call. My uh, ample ass is on the line, and I need you to do some work for me. I'm no algae farmer. But your father was. I knew Bill quite well. Me too. You know him being my father. Yeah, uh, he was a good man. We were sorry to lose him. So was I. The whole father thing again. Right. He took care of his team. It wasn't the most efficient, maybe, but loyalty was important to him. Did uh, any of that rub off on you? I yeah, suppose it did. And suppose it didn't. You think I'd care? I'm sorry. I don't have a lot of options here. You need to look into something for me. This is the workplace accident report for two of my people, Robert Caldwell and Judith Edens, found dead last week in the algae pools, drowned. Uh, is there an issue with this form, or, or how it was filed? The issue is with Robert and Judith, smartass. They were murdered. I am with forms and files. Now, murder is a little outside my purview. Well, in this instance, it's outside everyone's purview. Their deaths were ruled an accident, so there will be no official investigation. That is a load of crap, though. No, no, no. Bobby and Judy, they were careful. Someone did this to them. Whoever it was, they're after my hide next. I'm sorry. You I... always wanted to go into homicide, didn't you? That's what your dad used to say. I did. What happened? I went into homicide. The department, not the criminal act. Don't be cute. What happened? My father was killed. So? So nothing. We never caught the guy. And they transferred you to forms and files. It's something like that. You find out who done it, and I'll see you transferred back into homicide. Uh, if you've got that kind of pull with the department, why, why aren't you using official channels? I'm being blamed for this accident, and now everyone with management experience and a pulse is coming for my job. The sharks smell blood. Anyone who owes me a favor is acting like they don't know me. Uh, something big is going on, and I can't trust anyone around me. I need someone who's not connected to the department. You. I wouldn't even know where to start. Sure you do. You start in the algae pools where they die. Why don't you go? 
I'm being barred from making an investigation. I can't go anywhere near this But thing. I can't? They didn't specify. Better to ask forgiveness than permission. For you, maybe. I, uh, can't swim. To take one of the boats. I'm just uh, not comfortable around the water. Yeah, I don't care. There's a noose around my neck, Jack, and I need to know who's holding the other end of the rope. I'm not the guy you want. Sure you are. Your father said you were the best. It shows what he knew. I couldn't even catch his killer. But you can catch this one. If Bill were still around, this would make him proud. Right. Okay, I'll need a few things from you. What choice did I have? I went to the algae pools. I read the file along the way. Edwin was right. I, oh, Vice President Burke was right. If you're gonna be uptight about it, oh, worth it. Anyway, something about the accident didn't add up. Two experienced workers familiar with their equipment. It, it, it didn't make sense. Well, I found out soon enough. The algae fields are a sight to see. Pools ten feet deep, stretching on for miles. Acres of emerald blooms drifting just beneath the surface, broken up by support pillars and equipment stations, and lit by full-spectrum fluorescence. They bathe the whole cabin with this warm yellow glow. And when I arrived, Officer Haley Burnham was standing on the dock where they keep the boats. I worked with her back when we were both beat cops, you know her? Short gal, short hair, short temper. Used to be my uh, partner way back. What are you doing here, Jack? Private directors, that's a, a lot of water. Sure is. Lot of water, but not a lot of paper. Shouldn't you be stuck in an office with a box of records somewhere? Uh, probably. Shouldn't you be out solving murders? I think you know we had a couple of bodies down here last week. Is that so? Tell me about it. They said someone would come asking questions, but I never thought it'd be you. Jeez, Jack, how'd you get mixed up in this? They don't want you poking around down here. <laughs> they? Well, that sounds ominous. It is. Listen, I don't know who you're working for or what they've promised you, but it isn't worth it. You push too hard on this, you could get hurt. I'm shaking. I'm serious. Go home. And forget about this investigation. I, I am trying to do you a favor here. I think you've done enough for me, don't you? It wasn't my fault, Jack! It wasn't my fault, Jack! Please, I'd have had the killer if it wasn't for you. I was on his trail. You can't investigate your own father's murder, Jack. It's not allowed. Did you even consider that there might be good reasons for that? Because someone might actually do something about it? I was doing the right thing then, and I am doing the right thing now. I report to Street Safe, Jack. We're the good guys. Who do you report to? Oh, sure, street safe. Like they weren't in on the whole conspiracy. Conspiracy? Come on, Burnham. You know as well as I do what was really going on. What's still going on today? You better get out of here. Right now. Or I'll arrest you for trespassing. Oh, but Haley, old friend, I have every right to be here. You see, I'm here to shadow some of these fine, honest algae farmers at work. What the hell, Jack? I'm considering a change of profession. Here's my work shadow permit, signed by Vice President Edwin Burke. Today, I'm spending the day as an algae culture worker. Take it all in, see what it's like. Fine, but this won't stop them. A piece of paper isn't going to protect you. That's what I am now, Haley, a paper pusher. I use the tools I'm given. I am telling you this as a friend. Leave this one alone. I'll buzz off, Burnham. You're an idiot! Hey. Hey, you two, you're algae farmers, right? I asked as if it wasn't obvious. Their soggy clothes were stained green, and they had that smell, that warm, heavy odor of growing things. They seemed friendly enough as they sidled over. Yup, we're algae farmers, all right. Yeah, can we help you? I think so. I, I have a few questions I'd like to ask you. I don't want no trouble. I'm here under orders from Edwin Burke. Okay, and you are? Jack Winters, my card. I'm investigating the deaths of a couple of your co-workers. Oh, Bobby and Judy. Huh, deaths. Like it just happened to them. Like it was nobody's fault. Now settle down, Harlan. <laughs> mm, 
no, no, that's exactly what I'm here to find out. Uh, did they have any enemies? Was there anyone you can think of who might have wanted to hurt them? No, sir. They were great kids. Everyone liked them. Th they liked each other. I can't see anyone wishing them harm. What no accident did him in, though? <laughs> yeah, no, I got that. Nobody drowns. Ain't done. Yeah, heart life takes care of us. All, All the, the life, life we'll, we'll ever need. need. <laughs> yeah, whatever, but these two did drown. I need to find out why. What Harlan means to say is we got ballast in the boats to keep them from capsizing. We got flotation vests in case we fall in, and, and we got a partner to look out for us at all times. And nobody drowns. Not ever. Not since I've been here. Harlan? Nope. Well, do you know where it happened? Oh, sure we do. Could you take me there? Well, we Not would... our turn, boss said. <sighs> all right. It's uh, not our turn to go that way, but uh, you can take that boat, though. Head in that direction until you see a red number 08 on the wall. That's their section. Uh, no, I, I don't think I can. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of the sinking type. Then don't fall in. Yeah, and take a flotation vest from that locker. Come on, Chris. Time to punch out. No, it's not, Harlan. We still New need to go... boss said to punch out early if there was somebody bothering us. Remember? Right. Right. Mister, I hope you find out what happened to them. They were good kids. Right. Right, it's fine, just, uh, just going out on the water. Come on, Jack, you can do it. Just, uh, just step into the boat. Step into the boat, Jack. Right foot, come on. Come on! Ah! Okay, okay, just gonna... Gonna sit down. Ooh, it's wet. <coughs> okay, just gonna sit here and uh, and use this pole to get moving. Uh, maybe if I hum to uh, calm myself down. the same as every other part of this damn pool. I can't, I can't even see the dock. What's down there? Is something soft? I better look closer. Oh! Oh, why am I not floating? I should be floating! This damn fest doesn't work! Farmer, I'm I'm an investigator working for Edwin Burke. <clears throat> Jack Winters, my uh, my card. Why? 
Where's yours? I don't have a partner. Well, do you not? I'm not an algae farmer either. Bernice Prendergast. I manage the manufactory that produces these boats, the harvesting nets, all the equipment that the farmers use. I should mention at this point that not only had she saved my life, she was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen. And that wasn't just the oxygen deprivation talking, neither. Raven hair, her voice breathy like the sound the paper makes as it slides into a manila folder. And the hips that could make a security camera blush. Are you okay? Uh, yes, sorry. Uh, you make the farmer's equipment and the flotation vests? Those too. Oh, you're doing a bang-up job, I can tell you. Thank goodness I had mine on just now. That was sarcasm. Your flotation vest did nothing. I can toss you back in if it's gonna be like that. No, no, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad you came along when you did. Hey, what are you doing here? Same thing you are, I expect. Those poor kids that died. It shouldn't have happened. The girl had her flotation vest on. It should have saved her, and the boy didn't, but he should have. I, I came to see if there was anything, anything to show where I had gone wrong. If I had gone wrong. Well, you don't seem incompetent. I'm not. And you don't seem like a murderer. No. Well, you're the first person I've met that doesn't fall into one category or the other. Thank you, I think. I uh, was trying to fish something out of the water when I fell in. Uh, do you think you could grab it? Uh, right there, right down there. I'm just gonna stay here in the, uh, in the boat, if that's all right. That may be best. One moment. It's one of our flotation vests. It must have belonged to the boy who drowned. So why didn't it work? Well, for one thing, the clips are broken. It wouldn't have stayed on, but also, it is completely waterlogged. Hold still. So is yours. That explains why it didn't work. I had to take this back to Curtis to have a look at. Something is wrong. I'd be very interested to hear your results. Also, could I get a ride? Sure, Jack. So we went to her manufactory. A whole floor of extruders, die-covers, sewing machines. A serious operation, you know? She introduced me to Curtis, her quality control guy. Oh, hi, Miss Prendergast. What do you got for me here? Two flotation vests, both flooded. Well, that's not right. Can you tell us what happened? Yeah, give me a sec. Ah. Well, there's your problem right there, see? I do. Look how, how it comes this have apart here I can't and see. here. I don't see how it could have happened on our end unless someone was making them faulty on I purpose. Can't well, see the algae farmers didn't do it. Here, see here, did a tool Can make these marks? Show me yes, what you're looking at, guys. A knife or an awl could have done? One or? of us is trying to conduct a murder investigation here. I'm sorry, Jack. Curtis, show him the scene. Well, mister, you see right up the side we got this seam. Yeah, you can see the stitches. Oh, sure. It shouldn't look like that. Seam like this will let water in. Water gets in the vest and it don't float, see? Yeah, I'm with you. So we seal over the seam with plastic. Should look like this. Could it have just peeled off over time? Mm-mm. No way, no how. Not by accident, but you mean. who would want to hurt those algae farmers? And why? Those are the questions I get paid to ask. Thank you, Curtis. This has been most enlightening. Don't mention it. <laughs> I had a lot to think about. Edwin was right. Those kids drowned, and somebody drowned them. I was standing there, dripping wet, next to a beautiful woman with more questions than answers. Obviously, there was only one thing to do. Miss Prendergast, I'd like to buy you a drink. I think you owe me that much after I saved your life. I took her down to the alcove, a cozy little place down on sea deck. There's uh, music there on the last day of the work cycle. It's nice. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not going to be the best company. I'm, I'm all caught up in my head. My mind is racing. Mine too. I know just the thing. Do you dance? You never have the right to love me. You never set my heart aglow This job is just a bit above me Because our love is need to know You'll need the clearance If you want me clearance to go on a date Clearance when you kiss me 
do it in triplicate if you wanna get official walk me on down the aisle we'll have to get them to initial the papers that we have to file you'll need that clearance for to hold me for to wrap me up in sin clearance better get some i don't want to sign you in i don't gotta sign you in please don't make me sign you in Better? I feel like I can think again. Good. Two. <laughs> Cheers. What kind of a world is this when someone would kill two young people? If everyone would just do their best for the company, this kind of thing would never happen. If they didn't have any enemies, and I can't imagine they did it, it's usually the boyfriend or girlfriend, but I'm getting the sense that these two were entangled with each other. Interesting. Romantically, you see. Right. I mean, they were dating. I got it. <laughs> so where does that leave your investigation? Back to basics. Who benefits from their deaths? Anyone who's mad at your employer. Edwin Burke. Why? You haven't heard? He's been on thin ice for the past fiscal year. He's passed Heartlife's recommended retirement age. Algae production is down year over year, and this isn't the first mishap to take place in the pools lately. Other deaths? Nothing like that. An issue regulating the pH of the algae pools meant a lost harvest. A section of ceiling collapsed last month. No one was hurt, but they had to shut down production in that zone. I don't see how any of it could be considered Mr. Burke's fault, but that won't stop management from holding him accountable. I see. If he gets the X, who gets his job? It's always been my dream job, of course. Yours? Well, but Edwin won't retire, and there's another candidate with more seniority than me. They would both have to die or be convicted of a crime before I'd even be considered. Why should I trust you? No reason I can see. Is there any reason you can see? I could see several reasons staring me right in the face. They, uh, wouldn't exactly have held up in court, though. I don't trust you, but you're my only lead at the moment, so let's act like I do. Uh, these other candidates, do either of them stand a better chance without two algae farmers out of the picture? I don't see how. Well, so much for motive. We know the means, the busted flotation vests. That leaves opportunity. Uh, who handles the vests? My team and I, of course. Uh -huh. But we go through rigorous quality control processes on every shipment. I see. Uh, who transports them to the algae fields? Everything we make goes to DOS, the Department of Occupational Safety. They distribute the equipment to every department as needed. Wait. What is it? You asked who benefits from this awful murder? I think I know. DOS has been angling to absorb the Department of Algiculture for months now. Enough mistakes and they can claim the whole department is incompetent. And who runs DOS? Brian Orland. He's a horrible man. It must have been him. I think maybe I should have a chat with Mr. Orland. It all makes sense. Jack, I think you're really onto it, but be careful. I will. You keep the seat warm for me. That was not literal. I'll be gone for quite some time. <laughs> I'd like to see you again. I'd like that too. Smooth, right? Her hair smelled like the first breath of fresh air out of the circulation vent in the morning. And her cheek was soft and cool to the touch. I... Uh, right, so I went up to the Department of Occupational Safety, D.O.S., you ever been up there? It's crazy. Time zero one seven, please hold. Good afternoon, sir. Do you have an appointment? Curtis, what are you doing here? Mr. Winters, <laughs> I didn't recognize you without your hair dripping wet. Uh, I work here part-time as the receptionist. I got a big family, so I put in some overtime when I can. What can I do for you? I need to see Brian Orlin. Do you have an appointment, sir? Uh, I'm a detective. I need to ask Mr. Orland some questions. Just give him my card, will you? I can't help you if you don't have an appointment. Well, I don't have an appointment. 
In that case, Mr. Orlin is out of the office. I'll wait. He may be occupied for several more hours. Now, is he out or is he occupied? Which is it? Both. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I'm in no hurry. We, uh, we don't have a waiting area. I'm happy to stand right here. Day? Yes. A lot of uh, occupational accidents. Uh, those or? records are sealed to the public. Oh, so. I see. Yeah. Lots of orders for safety equipment then? Yep. for the weekend? Like I said, I put in a lot of overtime. Oh, sure, sure. Gotta make time for yourself, though, huh? <sighs> Mr. Orlin, I have Detective Jack Winters here to see you. Have him make an appointment! You'll have to make an appointment. I don't think that'll be necessary. This is the door here. Brian Orlin looked like a man who subsisted entirely on burnt coffee and the misery of others. Balding before his time, he paced his office like a caged animal, chewing on a toothpick and abusing an intern who worked for him. He was a virtuoso whose instrument was derision, and he was playing a solo that would make angels cringe. No! 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 <laughs> we are not going to make agriculture relevant to our department. The case we are making is that we're simply better at running it than anyone they could promote internally. Paint the picture. Uh, uh, chronic mismanagement, a uh, history of, of accidents and piss-poor production. Then... Highlight our wins in contrast. It should be simple. When I requisitioned an intern with the good ones out to lunch, there has to be some reason I got stuck with an imbecile. Now bring me another draft. Yes, sir, within the hour. You have 20 minutes. What about the statistical analysis? At least it's good. It's crap. Far too comprehensible. You, you make it arcane. People are impressed by, by numbers they don't understand, which for you, I imagine, is any number above 12. Now go on, get to work. Well, aren't you large and in charge? Why are you in my office? Jack Winters, I'm a detective. No, I didn't ask who you are. I asked what you are doing in my office. You didn't ask, but manners cost nothing, Mr. Orland, so I thought I'd oblige. You'll have to make an appointment. I'm investigating the deaths of two algae farmers. They drowned wearing the flotation vests you shipped them. Yes, I know all about that. Do you? Yes. Well, uh, not firsthand, of course. I, uh, it's a damn shame, though. Not the only problem in that department lately. So you're making a bit to, what, absorb their department into yours? It's for the good of heart life. I'm sure it is. And for the good of your career, I imagine. Not if it doesn't happen, which it won't if you don't get out of my office so that I can get to work. There's a ticking clock on this. I just have a few questions and I'll be out of your hair. Was that a bald joke? Ooh, wouldn't dream of it. Poor choice of words. Fine. What do I have to do with a couple of red-necked algae farmers anyway? Well, detectives like me are cynical. 
Some bad things happen down in the algae fields. Edwin Burke isn't looking so good. You maybe capitalize on the accident to pull another department under your influence. Sounds like motive to me. Now, Burke didn't need any help screwing up the algae culture department. He did that himself. He's the one you should be investigating. He's my employer, actually. Not anymore, he isn't. What's that supposed to mean? Oh. Oh. You really should check in with home base more often, Detective. Uh, Burke is dead. Found this morning, face down in his own algae pool. (sighs) Looks like you're out of a job. That's how I found out. Kind of a shock coming from a jackass like Orlin. Didn't like to hear it that way. Anyway, I booked it back to Edwin's office. Jack Winters, I'm with Street Safe. Let me through. Burke's body was sprawled behind his desk. He really was wedged in that chair because he was still stuck in it. He must have gone down hard if the... splatter was any indicator. Haley Burnham was the officer on site. Yeah, I think we got what we need. Bag him up and send him down the chute. Haley Burnham, twice in one day. What are the odds? What are you doing here, Jack? I heard about Burke. He's looking good. That was a joke. It was not funny. No, I guess not. What happened? Well, what do you think, smart guy? He got his head smashed in. I can see that much. When and by whom? We don't have much to go on. I told you, this case is dangerous. You didn't have to go this far to convince me. Damn it, Jack. Not everything is a joke. What if you'd been here? They'd have killed you, too. Will you listen to me for once in your thick-skulled life and lay off this case? I can't. Not now. You have to. There's no case left. Why in the tunnels below would you continue? There's more going on here, Haley. I have to know. You always say that. You have to know. Know what? Why he died. Give me a minute with the body. I don't think so, pal. You're outside your jurisdiction. Go back to pushing paper, you pencil-necked jerk. I have been temporarily assigned to homicide as a special associate of Vice President Burke. I got rank on you, Burnham. Burke's dead, dingus. Uh, Not yet he isn't. I see that death certificate in your hand until that's filed in triplicate with Heartlife. Burke is considered to be a living, breathing embodiment of corporate authority. I am going to file this right now. That is bullshit, Jack! Surely you are not referring to Heartlife's policies and practices as bullshit, are you, Haley? I am trying to help you, asshat! Yeah, toodles. I didn't have long. I checked through the drawers of his desk. Nothing out of the ordinary. Rifle Burke's pockets. Some pins, his work ID. Nothing significant. But I thought I saw something in the pool. I reached down, and what do I pull up? But a sliver of wood. A tiny little toothpick. Just like Brian Orlin was chewing on. Not enough to build a case on, maybe, but enough that I was sure... Orlin was making a play for algae culture in a big way, and he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty. But I didn't have the evidence. So what did I do? I went to the only person I could trust. Oh, Jack, I heard about Edwin. It's horrible. What do you have there? It's a toothpick. Look familiar? Brian Orlin chews on them. Exactly. I found this next to Edwin Burke's body. Orlin killed Burke. It sure looks like it. But there's no way to prove it. Damn it, he didn't leave enough evidence. It's not over yet. It is. I figured it out. I know who and I know why, but he's going to get away with it. No. Jack, listen to me. I have an idea. I know how we can put Brian Orlin away for good. Go to Orlin's office. There is bound to be something there that ties him to the murder. I can't. Without a warrant. Curtis can let you in. If you convince him to open that door... You don't need a warrant, do you? No. (laughs) That's it. If only I could find something there, a trace that would link him to the murder. It wasn't much of a plan, but I couldn't think of a better one. I went to Orlin's office. Uh, Geez, Mr. Winters, you know what I'm going to say. You'll have have to to make make an an appointment. appointment. Yes, throw it. I'm here on official business. I don't like this at all. This could lose me my job. Please, Curtis, three people are dead. Don't you get it? I'm asking you to help me bring their killer to justice. 
for justice? For justice, Curtis. <laughs> well. All right. Perfect. Unlock the door. I rifled through his desk drawers. I rummaged his bookshelf. I even checked to see if the floorboards were loose. There was nothing, not one shred of evidence to put Orlin at the crime scene. He even keeps his junk drawer organized. What kind of asshole does that? I was about to give up when Curtis walked in. Any luck, Mr. Winters? I'm striking out here, Curtis. That's a shame. But hey, mister, what is that on your shoe right there? Do you see that? That is algae. D did you step in Mr. Burke's pool? I probably. Why? Well, there's your answer. Burke's pool has a unique strain of algae in it. It's, it's decorative, see? Not for eating or manufacturing. How do you know this? Well, I take care of it for him. Nutrients in the water, regular pruning. You're all gardener now, too? I work a lot of jobs. Yeah, I guess you do. All right, the algae's decorative. So what? So what? I, I don't know, Jack. What's the significance? Well, if there was any of this algae here in the office, it'd be enough to implicate Orlin. But there's nothing here. It's, it's clean. So maybe scrape a little off onto the carpet. That would be planting evidence. That's not how I work. Three people are dead, you said. There has to be another way. Maybe there isn't. I won't say nothing. For justice? Orlin did kill him. I'm sure of it. Right you are, Jack. So I did it. I called it in and walked away. Haley made the arrest, earned her a stripe on her sleeve. It wasn't my finest hour, I'll admit, but at the time, I felt like a real gumshoe. I'd solved the mystery. Orlin was sent to the cube. There was only one thing left to do. I had to see Bernice Prendergast one more time. What's a classy lady like you doing in a place like this? The hard-boiled detective routine is wearing a bit thin. I thought you liked my air of jaded mystery. Once, maybe. Everything is different now. Uh, because I'm off the case? Jack, they made me vice president of algiculture. They did? Hey, congratulations. They did, and it's everything I ever wanted. I have to thank you, Jack. If you hadn't helped get Orlin out of the way, this never would have happened. Oh, let's drink to everyone getting what they deserve. Bartender, too? I shouldn't. Benny, I... It's over, Jack. You knew it couldn't last. I'm a vice president now. There are... Rules when it comes to these things. Rules against having a drink? Against fraternizing with subordinates? Yes. I see. Oh, Jack, I didn't mean it like I that. I know what you meant. I'll see you around, Miss Prendergast. See you around, Jack. It took the sight of her walking away from me for it to hit me. Like a bolt of lightning, I saw it. Edwin won't retire, and there's another candidate with more seniority than me. They would both have to die or be convicted of a crime. Don't see how it could have happened on our end, unless someone was making them faulty on purpose. I know how we can put Brian Orlin away for good. Means, motive, opportunity, the sacred trinity of detective work, all there, staring me in the face, and I was blind to it. I ran to Haley. I, I thought she could help me. Haley! Slow down, Jack! What is it? I was wrong. It wasn't all in. I've been so stupid. It was Prendergast all along. She strung me along like I was on a leash. Damn it all, Jack. I thought you were going to get away from this mess clean. What are you talking about? I'm sorry about this. I tried to warn you. Sorry about what? I'm going to hit you now. Ah! Uh. <sighs> so, that's the whole story. My old partner knocks me out and I wake up here. So what now? You're gonna make me take Brian's place in the cube? Poetic justice for accusing an innocent man? Or are you working for Bernice too? Not exactly, no. Curtis? <laughs> yeah. It's me. <laughs> like I said, I put in a lot of overtime, so... As, as Bernice's hired imp? Oh, no. No, 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 no. You got it all wrong, Jack. I, I don't work for Bernice. She has no idea about all this. I work for the company, acting on behalf of the Efficiency Adjustment Directives Department. And you killed all those policies? Oh, sure I did. 
I sliced open a pair of flotation vests. Edwin Burke was on the outs, but he was taking his sweet time. We needed to speed things up a little, make him look incompetent. But that wasn't enough, was it? You killed Burke outright. I did. Splattered his brains with a paperweight from his desk. That bastard didn't even try to move out of the way. Made an awful mess. So you could set Oilin up to take the fall? With a little help from you, buddy. I, I don't understand. Why? We carried out the strategic terminations of those policies in order to increase efficiency in the department. Bernice Prendergast is very effective. She'll make a fine department head. So she was behind the murders? As hard as it may be to believe, Jack, Miss Prendergast only wants to do a good job. She never would have condoned eliminating policies to make room for her own advancement. Those so. were people! Efficiency is more important. They had friends! They had families! Is this a problem? You're damn right it's a problem! I never knew the name Department of Efficiency Adjustment Directives, but I know your handiwork. This is what you do. Manipulate and murder. When we find inefficiencies... Well, you found a man named Bill Winters inefficient. And we're real sorry about that, Jack. He was my father! Yes! I always suspected there was more to it. And now I know. And people are going to know too. Let me go! Can't do that, Jack. Let me go, you son of a bitch. It's a damn shame, Jack. I wanted to offer you a job. You do well here in our little department. You, you turned me into a killer like you? I thought we could, yes. <laughs> but some of my colleagues warned me that you'd be difficult. I guess they get to say, I told you so. <laughs> oh, well. It's been nice working with you, Jack. The company thanks you for your business over the years, but we regret to inform you that your policy will be terminated immediately and without further notice. All life-sustaining services provided by the company will immediately cease. Heartlife wishes you luck in all your future endeavors. Heartlife, all the life you'll ever need. Oh, yeah. You get what you 
And that was All the Life You'll Ever Need, starring Jared Latour, Kat Evans, and Sebastian Orr, featuring the singing talents of Betsy Palmer, the foley talents of Ellie Maitland, the musical talents of DJ Catnip, the directorial talents of Jeffrey Gardner, and the writing talents of Clayton Fates, with a little help from me. This has been Radio Drama Revival, brought to you by Wondery. Our show is produced by Matthew Boudreaux. Our researchers are Monique Boudreaux and Heather Cohen. Our music is provided by DJ Stranger Danger of Oakland, California. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhalgh, and I'm your host, David Reinstrom. Hey, listen, um, if you're hurting right now, and you're trying to forget about the misery of the past few weeks here in the United States, feel free to skip this next part and, and move on to the next podcast in your feed. I understand, and I'm in no mood to rub salt into your wounds. For the rest of you, I want to send you all to CampaignZero.org, a campaign to end biased policing and extrajudicial murder here in the United States. I also want to send you to Everytown.org, a campaign to end gun violence. If you're struggling with what to do right now and you feel powerless, remember that there are many things that you can do to help heal this country. I, I, I know it feels like the world's on fire. I know it feels like it's the worst. You're right. It blows. But the answers will come if we listen to one another. You're listening to a podcast now. You're, you're good at listening. We will get through this. We will end the violence. Love one another. Be good. Be kind. Black Lives Matter. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.